Welcome to Legacy Fundraising Chat, where I talk about everything legacy-related to help you as a fundraiser generate more interest amongst your supporters in legacy giving. I'm your host, Sunita Gudu, founder of Persuasion and a legacy marketer, providing consultancy training, coaching and interim support to charities of all sizes. Welcome to episode 24, How to Personalise Your Legacy Communications. We talk a lot in the sector about personalising communications. And in this episode, we're going to explore what that actually means. My experience tells me not to make any assumptions here. So we are going to actually define that within the context of this episode. And why should charities be personalising comms anyway? I mean, do donors even notice? Do they care? And is it even effective? So personalising is basically we receive everyday communications from our friends and family, unless they're round robin texts. It could be anything to a friend asking you how your job interview went, remembering you had a medical appointment. But what about when a service provider does it? So I'm going to share an example of when someone did it for me. And so I ordered a coat online. It was out of stock. I accepted that being the case. But the retailer actually informed me that they could bring it back in stock and have it available to me again. So they kept me updated on the production and the delivery. And it took a bit longer than expected, but they kept me informed. But can you guess what was so special about this coat when it arrived? Well, they had created an embroidery pattern and sewn my initials into the inside and the arm of the coat. The result is that it looked absolutely amazing and it felt so special. Apart from the fact that my coat was now completely unstealable, it was unique to me. So I guess that leads me to when a charity that's really important to us, a cause that's meaningful to us, actually does that, How does it make us feel? And why should charities be doing it? So naturally, we want to increase loyalty. We all want long-term supporters. It naturally was going to save your organisation money from having to continue to recruit for new supporters. And we know those longer-term supporters, those ones that have been with you for the longest period of time that they could be since your organisation has been running, they are likely to be better legacy prospects. So how can you personalise your comms? So some of the things that I would certainly recommend is send a thank you note rather than the standard kind of letter-headed acknowledgement that a donation's been received. Or why not call when a donation's been made? Mm-hmm. How about remembering special occasions that donors have told you about? their birthdays, other dates they might have informed you. And I'm not suggesting you go out and buy a hat if your supporter is getting married, but you can totally wish them a congratulations. And I actually had this very scenario. I was organising a memorial event in memory of a legate on behalf of a charity client. And the executor who was related to the deceased was actually attending and had informed me actually they couldn't do various dates because they were getting married and I just dropped them a message the day before wishing them I hope it goes well congratulations 
And it certainly went a long way in terms of the relationship that person then had with the charity. And I would say at the very least, for all your pledges, they should get a Christmas card. Now, isn't it even better if you can get that handwritten? And this is actually an ideal way to galvanise an organisation. And it's something that I used to do when I was employed as a legacy fundraiser. I'd send a communication out across the organisation saying that on these dates, we will be handwriting some Christmas cards to pledges and who's available. We even had directors giving up an hour of their lunch to help out. And everyone looked forward to it every year. So it really was quite an event. And certainly in terms of personalising, acknowledge how that support has made a difference, especially if they have asked for it to be restricted or used in any particular way. And for example, if any of your supporters are also volunteers, know how long they've been volunteering. Say thank you for their service every time you speak to them. Now, does this personal communication stuff work? Absolutely. As a former fundraiser, and I'm still fulfilling interim roles occasionally, I'm always looking at including these as part of the engagement plan. And do expect supporters to say thank you for thinking of them in this way. And it certainly does go to increasing donations when done well. So takeaways from this episode. What can you personalise and how can you commit to this? That's really important. Consistency, as we know, is absolutely key. Start with one thing. Maybe it's sending Christmas cards to your pledges. Or maybe commit to calling everyone that makes an unsolicited donation. Maybe you could do that depending on the volume or maybe a specific value. So that's all I have for this episode. Could you do me a favour? If you're enjoying listening to my episodes, perhaps you could share with someone, leave me a review or rating or reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening to Legacy Fundraising Chat brought to you by Persuasion, a consultancy training and coaching organisation helping fundraisers just like you. Thank you also for everything that you do for your cause in the charity sector, making it an inspiring place to work. I'm your host, Sunita Gudu, championing your legacy fundraising efforts. Mm-hmm.